Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. We'll talk some football going to rate the quarterbacks. Yes. You know, I love a good list. We're going to rank the quarterbacks in the NFL. You know who's getting a lot of love? I'm not sure why. Justin Fields of the Bears. Could he be a dark horse MVP candidate? Yeah, I guess. But if you're talking about how good will the Bears be for you to win the MVP, usually it's formulaic. You got to win a certain number of games, maybe get to the playoffs. That would help. When's the last time there was an MVP who didn't make the playoffs. You have to. This isn't baseball. Baseball, I remember a couple of times, I think Cal Ripken won an MVP, didn't make the playoffs. Andre Dawson with the Cubs, A-Rod. You know, if you have a spectacular year, that'd be like um, Justin Fields rushing for 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns and throwing for 3,500 yards. And the Bears would be good. But uh, we'll talk some football with the quarterback rankings. And everybody wants to know, where's Dak Prescott on that list? We'll answer that for you coming up. Also, J.J. Watt. Oh, Oh, retirement tour. He's joining us. He's going to be working for CBS this upcoming season in studio analyst. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. That's our streaming partner and our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio as well. USA overnight ties Portugal and advances to the knockout round. They could have easily lost this one. Now they advance, and this is the knockout round. They don't have a lot of offense. Now you can say, hey, they've only given up one goal. Okay, you're going to have to score a little bit here as you advance. But the world is caught up. 
this has happened to us with basketball, where the dream team happened, we were crushing everybody. Then all of a sudden, everybody saw the dream team and said, oh, this is great. Let's try to get a team that can compete with them maybe in the next couple of Olympics. I think that's where we are with women's soccer. A lot of these countries didn't even have teams. If you go back 15, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, and it feels like those who have had teams are getting better, and the United States right now is sort of teetering. Confidence can't be at an all-time high, I don't think. Uh, It certainly shouldn't be. Seton, what did you take away from uh, the women against Portugal? Uh, well, I didn't watch the match, so I don't really know. But I did uh, think that the game against Portugal was going to be tough, uh, even though they're uh, debutantes this year. This is the women's first Portuguese women's first World Cup. They're just they're better than your average first timer. Um, and Portugal is clearly a country that has a great soccer history, so they know how to make great soccer players. Now that they're finally investing in the women's game, they're they should be good for a long time, you know, but this coming into the World Cup, we, we talked about it, but we knew that this wasn't going to be the cakewalk that a lot of people thought it was going to be. They're clearly down uh, this year, whereas other teams are on the rise. The next match will be in how many days? Do we, we know what the draw is? Uh, I think it's probably going to be I think it was either Sweden or Italy. Italy is a much more favorable matchup than Sweden. Sweden is a really good team. That's going to be tough. All right, so uh, Team USA ties Portugal, advances to the knockout round. Baseball trade deadline later on today, and the Angels keep coming. The Angels closing in on the wild card, maybe even the division right now, but the trade deadline officially here, Shohei Otani won't be moved, but this 6 p.m. trade deadline still provides teams a unique opportunity to improve their rosters one more time. And this has happened to multiple teams and help propel them into a deep playoff run. You go back to last year, the Padres, Juan Soto, Josh Hader, Josh Bell, they reached the National League Championship Series. 2016, the Cubs brought in Araldis Chapman, and he helped end the World Series drought. 2015, the Mets picked up Ioannis Cespedes, and he had 17 home runs after the trade, propelling the uh, New York Mets to the World Series. So there's plenty of players available. You don't have big-ticket items here, but... With 18 total teams currently boasting winning records, this afternoon could prove to be really important in who wins the World Series come October. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question duties. I know it's going to be in the back row, but it feels like Todd Fritz is grabbing that baton from Seton. You want me to read a few of these? No, that's when you talk, Todd. <laughs> they, gra- they fumbled uh, a baton. Yeah, and you just dropped it. After a nil-nil tie with Portugal, how do you feel about Team USA's chances to win the World Cup? I still believe they're going to win their third straight. They will dust themselves off and do well, but won't win at all. Good luck with that. Coming from an Alex Morgan Fox World Cup promo with mm, other countries okay. looking to uh, try to take them down. Okay. Dang. All right. All right. Taking a shot at choices. our girls. Dang. I'm a big Alex Morgan fan, but good luck with that. It has to be an option. Of course, you're a big Alex Morgan fan. Uh, what else do you have to What are your expectations for today's MLB trade deadline, the big day? There will be some major moves in the coming hours. Nothing of much significance is going to happen. We already know Tani's staying with the Angels, so who cares? I'm stressing about whether Justin Verlander gets dealt or remains a New York Met. Okay. These are really wordy poll questions. When the calendar turns to August, I'm dot, 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 excited because college and pro football are on the horizon, 
pumped for baseball stretch run and pennant races, depressed because summer's going by too fast, bummed because it's almost time to go back to school. Well, what's the difference between depressed because summer is going by too fast or bummed because it's almost time to go back to school? Because one is specifically about students that still have to go back to school. Anyone can uh, relate to summer going by too fast at uh, any generation. Okay. Yes, Eden. So Paul actually sent in a a question, too. uh, Worst month of the year, August, February, or other. People are down on August. Why? I don't know. What's wrong with August? I'm down on July. Whoa, easy. What? What? Wait, are we talking sports months or just regular months? It's whatever your definition is. But amongst the reasons August sucks is football's not here yet. It's about to be here, but it's not. It's scalding hot and it's been scalding hot all summer, and you're not getting a break yet. Not until September. Sports are, you know, preseason football is okay. It's like, it's like the precipice of greatness of September and fall. Yeah, but July, you're further away from the start of football. It is still hot, and there's no meaningful sports then. July, though, is prime summer. It's the fun part of summer. And also, August reminds you of being a child. When August 1st would hit and you knew you had to go back to school, you're like, oh, no. It's like it's like being marched down the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like saying like, uh, Christmas Eve sucks because it's not actually Christmas. Like, not really. It's like the day before. You're leading up to it. Yeah. August is sort of the Christmas Eve of football. I bet you August wins this poll. <laughs> I like August. I got 10 on August. Okay. Oh, so you got August winning. Over it's February? And I'm telling you that I like August. Yes. Okay. February. All right. Let's. Uh, but but, but let's... you were saying the question is the worst month. You're saying it's August. Yes. I'm, I'm going to say it's a great month. All right. Yeah. What's the worst month of the year? July. Right. Sports wise. You would vote other <laughs> in this question then. You I'm, would I, I would throw February in there as well. Well, I think those of us that love freedom and independence like July, Dan, but that's just me. <laughs> you are a true patriot. Uh, My bad. Indeed. Uh, any other poll questions that, that we may have? You know, February used to stink, but then the NFL decided we're going to take February 2 and kept bumping the Super Bowl back to where it's like, like February 13th or something now. They kind of took half of February. Yeah. Still, though, if your team's not in there. Right. It's not a good Super Bowl. And then you got the it's a that's a real crash. Like you get a real good high and then all of a sudden you crash yes. that that Monday. It's like, oh, my God, no football for how many months here? Marvin, you have a month that you want to talk about. The best month is October. OK, but well, that yes. wasn't the question. No, I know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm well when, aware. When, no, you're, you're you not, said, do I have any? You can't change the rules. You said, Marvin, do you have Marvin. any? Comments? Go ahead. Worst month. August. Okay. All right, fine. Then that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Nobody said what's the best month, Marvin. It's October, though. <laughs> best month poll is not till next month. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. What's so great about the April-May combo? Fair they point. don't really offer anything. It's fair. <laughs> April-May? What? Good golf. My birthday. Well, mine's in July, so. <laughs> Once again. Worst month. July is <laughs> My dad's is in August, so I'm going to keep that one off the list. (laughs) I love that this is one of the better debates of our show. Yes, Todd, what? I got to go with October being the best month. I'm going with Marvin. No, we're not doing best (laughs) month. That's universally recognized. Uh, October's fantastic. Especially on this show. Okay. What, Marvin? Yeah, August. Oh, back to school. Oh, we got to get our school supplies ready. Oh, this sucks. It sucks. Who needs school? Exactly. My mother would be like, Marvin, the girls like it when you can read. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, really? 
Are you sure, though? <laughs> that never helped me. I was, I was going to say, hey, I've seen some ladies with their choices. She was like, Marvin, I swear. Yeah. What was it about Marvin that you loved? Oh, he could read. Then that, that, you know what? It could last a lifetime. My wife said, read out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Uh, Keeper's Heart, award-winning Irish-American whiskey. Nobody's ever done this before, bringing the two rich heritages together. You got the Irish-American whiskey-making traditions, and you got a master distiller. He pretty much created everything over in Ireland. Jameson, then he came over here to the States, and he's created Keeper's Heart. So you got the uh, complexity of American whiskey and the boldness, well, the boldness of American whiskey and the richness and smoothness of Irish whiskey. Put them together and you got an award winner. Ask for it when you go into your uh, favorite store. Uh, let's see. Let's settle on a poll question. Are we going to go with worst month? Is that what we're starting out with today? Mm, it's, it's possible. All right. It's it's on the list for sure. Okay. Hey. Okay. Uh, Can you believe Pee Wee Herman was uh, 70 years old? Um. No, when I sorry, see, Paul Rubens. Yeah, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman passed away at the age of seventy. I I remember watching the movies. I didn't watch the show, but I I thought uh, Pee Wee's Big Top was uh, was pretty funny. There's some good things in there, um, and he was also in other uh, movies and TV shows. He he was a drug dealer in Blow, uh, but he had been in a, I think a variety of things, but uh, found fame as uh, you know. Pee Wee Herman. The first movie he made, it yeah. cost $7 million to make and made $50 million just in the first month. Yeah. Yeah, Marv. Is anybody else in that category of, hey, his name was Paul Rubens, but everybody knows him as Pee Wee Herman, almost like uh, Jaleel White? Like Urkel? Oh. Right. Is anybody else in that category of Jaleel White better known as Steve Urkel or Paul Rubens better known as Pee Wee Herman? Uh, Gilligan. Bob Denver. He was, he was Gilligan. Oh, uh, that was his name? Leave it to Beaver. Jerry Mathers. Beaver. Um, yeah, I think there's Hollywood's littered with uh, people like that. That one name, then they think that that's who, you know, what your name is. You know, one character. Yes. Uh, we used see. to do that with Entourage. <laughs> We'd have a lot of be like, hey, E. Oh, I know. Like, that's not my real name. <laughs> I know. When, when, when Turtle would come yeah. on. Hey, it, Turtle, we have a Turtle on. So that's not my real name. I know. Turtle goes, uh, and remind Dan, my name is Jerry. Yeah, that's not my real uh, yeah, name. Yeah, I know, but hey, we're having Jerry Farrar on. Who's that? Turtle and Entourage. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you, you have that. Fonzie from Happy Days, you know, Henry Winkler for a long time. You got those iconic people. Uh, who is the uh, Seinfeld? Uh, Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Richards. Last Michael name. Michael Richards. Richards. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we'll settle on a poll question. Phone calls are always welcome. Operator Tyler is standing by. JJ Watt. A little bit later on, we will have the uh, rankings of the quarterbacks. That'll be coming up next hour as well. Let's take a break. 15 after the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents 
a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So, how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Amazing after a tough workout. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. It's like having a coach for a great night's sleep. And right now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. See store for details. Mike Sandoz, senior NFL writer for The Athletic. Boy, he's got a... I got a... Look at all of these pages here. I got my quarterback rankings, NFL quarterback tiers. Um, so I think we have one through four. And we thought, uh, well, Mike, go through the process here. What's the rationale for how you rank these quarterbacks? So really about 10 years ago um, is when this project started. It was really just me learning from people in the league how they evaluate them once they're in the league. And so – uh, you know, if you're a tier one quarterback, you can probably win without as much help as a tier two, three, four quarterback. So Patrick Mahomes is the ultimate, right? I mean, they've been mid or bad on defense. They've been all over the place on special teams. They trade Tyreek Hill. They don't have a great run game. Shoot, Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. He still puts it on his back, wins the whole thing. That's the ultimate measure of being able to do it with less help. Whereas 
I think if you get down into tier, like tier three, you know, Kirk Cousins has been in there a lot, or Andy Dalton was, or Jimmy G, you feel like your team has a chance, but a lot of things got to be right. You know, you maybe were a top five defense. And if you're worse than that at a quarterback, we're talking 2000 Ravens defense, you know, to, to really do it. So that's really the the lens that we're looking at them through. And so if you look at tier one, it's Mahomes unanimous and then Burrow and and Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers and Justin Herbert. Take a guy like Justin Herbert. Not a lot of team success, but they're a bottom five team on defense and special teams. They have no run game and they have a winning record. Probably has something to do with the quarterback. And so that's kind of how we do it. And it's really a lot of fun. I've learned so much over the years doing this and i think it's i think it's getting better but do you uh, there there's some anonymous people who are involved in this giving you information i'm curious if if mahomes has a weakness is anybody willing to speak publicly about that well funny you you, you mentioned that so last year when i did this there was one tier two vote for him and it caused a, oh. a fear i think it, andy <laughs> reed was asked about it you know i'm sure you know, those guys use every little thing for motivation there's not a lot of criticism of him but i think it was you know yeah like even in this piece it was talked about the next level for mahomes is really um getting to a rogers level in terms of manipulation of the clock uh calling of the timeouts maybe knowing when to give up on a play. Like if you watch Rodgers, I used to love this in Green Bay. Uh, they'd be off on the sideline, him and Lafleur, and Lafleur would be like lost in time in his call sheet. All this stuff's going on. Rodgers is chatting up the referee on a first-name basis. Rodgers is watching the clock. You know, they get it down, <laughs> and then Rodgers is the one to do it, right? Like, like well, he runs everything. He's winking at Luke Keekley before the play or whoever. He's in charge of absolutely every aspect. And so I think as you get more experience, a guy like Mahomes um, will even get better in those areas. Well, I'm also wondering about like Jordan Love. To me, mm-hmm. it's kind of incomplete. So how do you how yeah. do you rank somebody who really hasn't given us much? Yeah. So if you get down to tier four, there's two ways you can be a tier four quarterback. One, not enough information. So that's Jordan Love all the way. He got 49 out of 50 votes in tier four. You could make the case why even have him in there. Well, he's a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. He's played a game or two. And we put in some comments what people's impressions are of him. But for the most part, he's just going to be a tier four quarterback this year and the, and Mahomes started out as one too he had remember when Mahomes had one start people loved him but we're not really evaluating love in the same way as the others so next year love hopefully will have started a full season and we'll have a, a little bit of a clearer picture so yes very much tier four is going to be Jordan Love you know Kenny Pickett uh Desmond Ritter Sam Howell I mean how the heck could we have any sort of an eval on them we're not saying they're bad because they're down in tier four. We're just saying we don't know. How close are Herbert and Burrow? Well, Burrow rocketed past all those guys. So Burrow was 49 out of 50 votes in tier one, and Herbert was 29 out of 50 in tier one. So, you know, the lack of team success for the Chargers, and then specifically blowing that lead. I asked a couple of these guys, you know, there's eight GMs, there's 10 head coaches, there's 15 coordinators, 10 other executives, a few other coaches. Well, what would Herbert have to do to win your tier one vote? And the answer was really, hey, make one play. You know, you're up 27 to nothing. You got to make a play yeah. to win that game. You can't lose that game. Conversely, 
On the other side, Trevor Lawrence came back from 17 on Dallas, comes back 27 on uh, on uh, on the Chargers. He vaulted up into into tier two and is now some pretty heady company. So some of those big moments and big games can you know can can color it a little bit for some of the voters. But when you talk to 50, it sort of all evens out. We're talking to Mike Sando, senior NFL writer for The Athletic, and his list is out, uh, the uh, top-tier quarterbacks. Also, when you start to think about MVP odds, and, and I do like um, where sometimes you look at that guy and we don't know if he's ready for the next step, and then he takes that next step. I know Justin Fields is getting a little too much love for me uh, yeah. because you got to win. And if you're not going to be a playoff team, you're not going to be an MVP, but – the thought of Justin Fields as sort of, what is he? Uh, who is yeah. he, especially for that team? So I think 10 years ago, if I had, if he was in this thing 10 years ago, I think the reviews on him would be more negative. I think people would be looking at the flaws as a passer, which everyone acknowledges, and say, sorry, you can't do it in this league uh, unless you can do that. Now I think what we've seen is a little bit of a path forward through through a Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, there's been a couple quarterbacks that have that have had some success and grown into something from being a really unpolished passer early on. So uh, the makeup of Justin Fields, I think, is positive for him. I mean, I, I think everybody thinks he's really smart. He works really hard. He's diligent. But you're right. There was certainly a sense among the voters, hey, let's pump the brakes on the hype because he really struggled throwing the ball. And ultimately – being able to handle the kind of the peer passing situations is a component of the upper tiers, especially tier one, because the game gets reduced to that. The other stuff melts away. I don't care how great of a runner you are. When you play in a playoff game against a good team, they're going to take that away. Or late in the game, you're down 10. You're going to have to throw the ball from this spot in the pocket. And so his ascension is going to depend on that. And he hasn't shown he can do that. Why is there the fascination with Dak Prescott that the national media has? Uh, yeah, I, to me, so Dak's been in this, whatever, five or six years. He's just been like the same every year. I mean, for the most part, he might have started out as tier three. And I think Dallas is part of it. And then there's, you know, the last couple of years, they've had a good defense and they haven't pushed far in the playoffs, but their record's good. I think... The playoff stuff. But you matters. were just talking, Mike, about yeah. in the yeah. moment, can you make yeah. a play? That's what the yeah. playoffs comes down to, especially at that position. And yeah. Dak yeah. has not made that play. Yep, he has not elevated them when they've needed to. And and you know, it is a small sample size, but you've got to do it. Now, you lose to the 49ers, I mean, that's a tough defense. So, you know, but he, I think he has a hole or two in his game and that's why he doesn't go higher. There was a time a couple of years ago, I thought he was going to make that jump. Didn't he seem, might've been before that injury. It just seemed like he was close and he just hasn't done it for whatever reason. So I think he clearly needs more around him than some of the other guys that are higher than him. How do you look at rookies? We don't even put them in here. Because I think the evaluation and projection of from college to the pros is such a crapshoot. And I, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to people who know who to, how to evaluate and all that, but you can get opinions all over the map. I leave them out because when you talk to 50 people in the league, there's a ton of them who didn't even look at the rookies. 
Their team wasn't going to take them. They're not even familiar with them, a lot of the coaches no. uh, in particular. So I, I think you have to have played uh, to in the NFL to be evaluated for this. Give me what Aaron Rodgers doesn't do well now that he used to do well and, and what the Jets are going to get at that position. He's probably a little less dynamic with his legs and ability to escape. I think that's probably the one thing. I think everything else he can still do. Uh, one of the interesting things about the little nuggets that was in there to me that I hadn't thought of was he's playing 14 games on turf this year. He played four last year. So when you think about Aaron Rodgers uh, and when you think about him getting hurt, you think kind of calf injuries, lower leg, maybe getting slammed down on the turf in Minnesota, those types of plays. And he's going to be 40 this year. You know, so the wear and tear of that surface in that division and just to, to, to be able to hold up with maybe some uncertainty at, at the tackle position, you know, a new system, maybe some breakdowns, not everyone on the exact same page. That would be my concern is just the, the whole season and still being good in the playoffs because when he is healthy, um, I think he's still elite tier one. I think he can do everything. I'll leave you with this. Steve Young was with us last week, and he said – that he, this would be the era for him if he was playing now because you've got to take advantage of these yards. You've got to run. You have to have that ability. He said the days of Dan Marino and Peyton, Man, Peyton Manning are over. Yeah. We won't have quarterbacks like that in the future. Totally uh, agree. I mean, there still could be one or two. I mean, Joe Burrow is somewhat of that. But uh, I think if you look at Tier 1 now compared to 10 years ago, it's the ability to create off-platform and off-schedule that is a part of these guys' games that we almost take for granted, almost all of them, right? Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, certainly Justin Herbert. And I do think that is different. And, and if you look at the top two tiers, which I have felt like if you got someone in the top two tiers, you feel like you could go to win the Super Bowl, almost all of them can make a second play, like a reaction play, almost all of them. And so that's when people say, hey, how come Jared Goff isn't higher? Well, maybe he doesn't get his due, but it's got to kind of be set up for him. He's he's not going to create that second thing. So I totally agree. I think Steve Young, also this generation, the coaches are more adaptable. I think it's you're going to get fired if you have your system and don't adapt it. You, you can't get the quarterback. So now they will work with somebody and give him a chance. Jalen Hurts never would have probably made it. And now he makes it. Yeah, I agree. Also, where you go, it almost is beneficial for a quarterback to go later because he'll go to a better team. Because I've said this before, Patrick Mahomes was in Chicago. He'd be a curiosity. If Jalen Hurts played for the Bears, he'd be a curiosity. They play for really good teams. And then when you add something to those really good teams, that's where you get magic. Yeah, having the time does help. But you're, the, the coaches are so such an important part. I mentioned Goff a minute ago. Think about from Jeff Fisher to Sean McVay and now Ben Johnson, or think of guys that are with Kyle Shanahan. It makes such a huge difference in their ability to not have to do it all. Maybe you even have a plan for him in Kansas City where Mahomes sits behind an ultimate <laughs> pro and Alex Smith. Yeah. You know, That's the sort of thing that so many of these guys flame out uh, because it just doesn't work out for them and they never really have a chance. Great stuff, Mike. We appreciate your time. Have fun this upcoming season. Thank you. 
Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous, uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, So, fellas, just a heads up. uh, Check your captains. Uh, Anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. 
they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. J.J. Watt's going to join us. Before he joins us, Paulie wants to play the J.J. Watt game. Thank you, Dan. Last year, do we have music for this, Marv? No. Oh, old school. Yeah, all right. Last year, J.J. Watt was listed at 288 on the Cardinals roster. All right. What does J.J. Watt weigh now? Who would like to go first? Todd, I'll start with you. I was just texting someone, and I did not hear the question. How much does J.J. Watt currently weigh? He weighs 258. 258. All right. Seton O'Connor, what's J.J. Watt weigh right now? I would say 265. All right. Marvin. I would say 268. 268. Paulie. 262. I'm going to go 267. Man, we're all flirting, right? Yeah, we are. I think he's dropped uh, 20. Let's bring in J.J. Watt, three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, now going to be working for CBS Sports in the studio. J.J., how much do you weigh right now? Well, first of all, uh, my listed weight was a little high last year. I actually played at about 281, 282. Um, I currently weigh 278. 278? Yeah. You've let yourself go. I know it's a disaster. <laughs> it's 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 just a disaster. Um, no, it is interesting. It's very interesting the whole dynamic of how it all goes from a nutrition and a lifting, working out standpoint. When you're done, um, I certainly eat a lot less than I did when I was playing. Um, I still work out about four days a week, but a whole lot less running and cardio. Uh, a lot more vanity and cosmetic lifts. Mm, but, uh, okay. Um, but I still, there's still some habits that are hard to break. I still squat. Um, I still do a lot of, a lot of lifts I used to, but I'm, I'm down about three pounds. I, I agree with you guys. It does feel and look like I've lost a little bit more, but the scale still says 278. How close were you to playing for the Packers? Oh, wow. You're really going in it right away. Um, it's a story for another day, but, um, it would have been awesome. Well, why, why for another day? Um, I have to get more, I have to get more information, uh, about it before I really talk about it more, but, um, it would have been cool. Yeah. I thought that that seemed like able to go back home and, uh, that it was going to be a big deal to be able to do that, or at least try to do that. So I'll, I'll respond. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't really an option. That's all I'll say. Okay. Uh, when did you, uh, get interest from CBS to join them as a studio host? Um, it's a great question. I mean, we kind of talked about stuff like this for the last few years, trying to see what, discuss what I would do when I was done. Uh, the biggest thing for me and the thing I'm most excited about is obviously I said early in my career, I didn't want to do any of this stuff. And then as I got towards the end of my career, I realized how much I love the game and I realized how much I want to be around it. I can't be away from it. Um, 
but I also want to be around my son. I also want to spend time with my family and I didn't want to retire and immediately hop into a 20 plus week job. Um, so CBS has been incredible. They're going to, they're going to let me come in and out this fall, spend some time with my son, come in do some things and then, uh, be a part of the group. So they've been great. If, uh, when your son gets ready to pick a sport, let's say he wants to pick a sport, which one, since your wife, soccer player, you of course playing football, where would you, uh, where would you steer your son to? I mean, did you see that contract Mbappe got offered? Uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. kicking a, he's kicking a soccer ball as we speak. Yeah? I mean, he's in training right now. Would you steer him towards soccer? Um, I mean, it's it, it's I, he's huge, man. I mean, he's a big, big boy. Like, I yeah, sure, I would like him. I think soccer would be great, but the reality is, I think he's. Uh, I just you just look at him, and he's. I think he's going to be a football player, but. Uh, I, I like, I mean, soccer is the worldwide sport. You can do so many different things with it. Uh, I think it's very beneficial. I've always said for kids to play multiple sports. So he's definitely going to play both growing up. Um, but I'm, I'm not one of those guys that's like, I don't want my son to play football. If okay. he wants to play football, I want him to play football. Let's guess how much JJ Watt's son weighs. How old is, how old is your son? He's nine months. Nine months old. Paulie? Now I got some inside, inside information. He was 18 pounds at birth. So no, go, he wasn't. That's what I was told. I, know. I got the announcement, JJ. He was not 18. Uh, I'm going to go. He's uh, nine months. Mm-hmm. It's like 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Todd? 24-7. All right. Ooh. Seaton? 22 and a half. All right. Marvin? 28. He's 23. He's 23 pounds right now at nine months. See, I'm, I, I haven't. He hasn't been weighed since the six months. So, I, it would be great if there was like a commercial break and I could go in and weigh him right now. But I, I would guess he's probably right around the twenty-five pound mark okay. right now. Okay, what percentile? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's every time we go in, she doesn't even show us the charts. She's just like, he's the top. Yeah, he's ninety-nine. <laughs> uh, and once again, you do not uh, say you're babysitting. You don't babysit your own child. No. Just want to make sure. That? Well, people do that. You know, like the phrasing of, oh, what are you doing today? Oh, I got to babysit my, uh, my child. So just make oh, sure. No, you, that's terrible. Yes. That's terrible. You're not babysitting. No. No, I'm taking care of my son. Well, where is he now? He, uh, so my, I, was, I, I am on morning duty today. My wife and I switch off every day who wakes up with him. Um, but she was very kind to wake up so that I could do this oh, interview okay. with you. And he wasn't going to. Okay. Uh, Now, I know a lot of times when players go into the booth or they go in as an analyst, then people will say, well, can you be critical? Uh, You know, are you going to be able to offer, you know, what opinions, what insights? Like, what will be your approach in how, as a former player, you handle the current players? Yeah, I'm... I'm not shy in saying that I'm not going to be the crazy critical guy doing hot takes left and right because I've been on the other side of that and I know what it's like when the person in the booth or the person analyzing it doesn't know your exact job on that play and doesn't know exactly what your responsibility was. So I'm not going to be the guy popping off the handle saying, why was this guy in post high post safety coverage when he was supposed to be covering the flat, you know, that's not going to be me, but I am going to offer a bunch of insights and things that I have learned over the years that I don't think the general public uh, hears a ton of, about. I mean, I think that there's a lot of really interesting things that you can 
learn and things that people hear from snap counts to, you know, pre pre play checks and things that guys are doing. I mean, we hear all these things like the Omaha's and like Patrick Mahomes comes up the line. He's saying all this stuff. I've had 12 years of knowing exactly what all that stuff means. And I think I'm not going to give away their secrets, but I do think the fans wonder what that means. I do think, you know, when you bring a guy in motion and fans are wondering why, why are we doing this? Those are the types of things that I can, I can help with. Uh, and then also if a guy is struggling, if a guy is going through a tough stretch, maybe, maybe it's a, a guy that's normally a 15, 20 sack guy and he's not getting to the quarterback lately. I can explain and point out why that's happening, whether it's double teams, whether it's chips, whether it's, He's seeing extra attention, et cetera. We're talking to J.J. Watt, and uh, he'll be working with CBS as a studio analyst coming up this fall. Um, I was also wondering about this. when You don't have to name names, but a quarterback who had a tell. When you're playing against them, you yeah. knew this. Did you have – how many of those quarterbacks do you think that you encountered? Uh I mean, everybody has something. It just depends on how useful it actually is. I mean, there's some guys that give away their snap count where you can tell, okay, this one's going to be on one, this one's going to be on two. There's some guys well, that give away Well, how do you give, give away? Things. How do you give away the snap count? <clears throat> so there's certain – there's different things. Like when a guy walks up to the line of scrimmage, a lot of times – I mean, it's it's funny how simple this game can be at times. Like there's – got to get 11 guys on the same page. So a lot of times you got to remind the offensive lineman – what the snap count is as you're walking up to the line. Cause there's so many things going on through your head. They already forgot by the time they get up there. <laughs> so a guy will say something real simple. It could literally be just white, white, like as he's walking around trying to do it nonchalantly. But if he says white, white, that means it's on one. If he says black, black, that means it's on two it's little <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and and the, even better than that, like this, this is the great stuff. Even better than that. Like we're football players. We're not the smartest people on the planet. After he says that, the offensive linemen will still have to remind each other. They'll be like, was it white, white? Yeah, it's white, white. And so, like, you're getting triple confirmation at the line of scrimmage that it's on one. Um, and then I'm also a dumb football player myself, so I'm still jumping off sides at times. I know. Like, like I'm sitting over here like, these idiots, they don't even know the snap count. Like, they can't remember it. And then here I am jumping off sides like a real moron. Um, then there's other bigger tells. Like, there's some quarterbacks in the shotgun that – they lift one heel up a little bit if it's going to be a run play, and they put that heel down on the ground if it's going to be a pass play so they can drop back. Like, there's there's little things um, under center. Some quarterbacks will bend their knee a little bit more if they're going to drop and hand off the ball to the right. They're going to hand it off to the left. So, like, there's a whole bunch of little things like that that are really fun, and I love – those are the things my brother and I talk the most about. But also, you're reading the tackle who's in front of you, I'm, I'm guessing, for body language as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can see a ton of different things there. Um, a lot of times, you know, one of the most basic ones is pass versus run. A guy's foot will be way back in a stance. If it's pass, it'll be up forward. If it's a run. Um, I mean, you have the old school one that doesn't really work anymore because everybody wears gloves, but like the white knuckles leaning forward in a run, you know, lean them back on a pass. Um, an interesting thing that I always tell young guys with tackles with any offensive lineman, their outside knee always moves first. Um, it's just, it's just a little thing, but it's always the first thing to move. So whenever you're keying a get off for an offensive lineman, you key their little outside knee. If you're not a guy that likes to look at the ball, um, all little stuff like that, that's stuff you gain over the years. That's good stuff. We had Steve Young on last week and he said that 
today's game, you've got to take advantage of the yards. If you're a quarterback, you've got so much open space, you've got to be able to run, extend a play. He said the days of Dan Marino and Peyton Manning are over. What do you make of that? I mean, I think it's massively beneficial if you can move. Um, I don't think it's... I don't think it's a 100% necessity, but I do think that if you have the ability to it, it just makes life so much more difficult for defenses. I mean, not only from a pass rush standpoint, having to try and keep you in the pocket and then chasing you when you're out of the pocket, but when you can move, you extend the play so long. And the DB is the hard, a cornerback is the hardest job besides quarterback, the guy who actually has to like, know everybody's job. But physically, the position of cornerback is the hardest position to play in the NFL. You're not allowed to touch the guys, but you have to cover them. They know where you're going. You don't know where they're going. And it's just the longer you have to do it, the harder it is. So any quarterback that can extend the play with their legs just allows the receiver to get open. And also the cornerback then has to come up and make a tackle as well, uh, you know, for a quarterback running or running back running. The, the devaluing of running backs – what 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 advice would you give either the NFL Players Association or running backs as how to improve your uh, financial lot in life? It's really tough, man. I mean, it's it's the best proof so far that the business is the business. Like we we just that that is the reality of the situation. Some people are beneficiaries of it. The fact that you know contracts are going up and people are willing to value positions higher. And some people are on the other side of it and running backs right now are on the other side of it where ownership is kind of seeing that in their eyes, you can try and find a guy in the draft and you can try and find a younger guy and pay, pay that guy a whole lot less and see if you can get by. And they're, they're basically what they're trying to say essentially is that I can find a running back that's not as good, but is the margin is smaller. I can't do that at edge. I can't do that at a receiver. Um, and I mean, I've played against a lot of running backs and there are some incredible running backs out there that I believe are worth every single penny. It's just, that's the business that the owners have decided to do. And from what, what do you do as a player standpoint? Sadly, there's really not a whole lot you can do. You go out there and you play as good as you can possibly play, but we signed a, we're, we're in a CBA. Like you can't, you can't have one position group hold out. It doesn't, it doesn't work sadly. I, I noticed the hat, uh, Burnley Soccer. So you're a part owner of the soccer club? Indeed. How Football in, club. How in, oh, 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 wow. <laughs> My bad. I, I just don't want you to get in trouble with the Europeans, Dan. I know you're big in Europe. I am. So I just want you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're going to Dublin in three weeks. Going to do the show over I, there. I mean, you have an open fantastic. invite. Will, Will Farrell's going to join us, so... I absolutely adore Ireland. It is one of my favorite places in the world. Guinness is the nectar of the gods, <laughs> and uh, I enjoy it. I'm very jealous of you guys. Okay. But yes, Burnley. I'm, I'm going over to Burnley uh, next week. My wife and I go in the opening match. We play Manchester City in the opening match on Friday next week, and it's going to be great. Now, how much is your wife teaching you about soccer? <clears throat> oh, come on. I've been a big fan for a long time, but she does teach me uh, – she does teach me some of the very fine intricacies of the game. Obviously we're watching the women's world cup right now. Um, but it's been fascinating. Our, our manager, Vincent company is a longtime premier league legend. And, uh, he asks me questions, uh, about things in the NFL because he's, he's a brilliant mind and he always wants to learn. So he'll ask me different things about NFL meetings and schedules to 
on the field things. Like mm. he'll, he'll want to know how how you signal plays and and what's coverage is like. How do you beat zone coverages? How do you beat man coverages? It's fascinating to have conversations with him. Good to talk to you. Uh, I wouldn't go too tight the suit for CBS. No, I got to breathe. It's got to breathe. Yeah, you just you want to call attention to your words, not. You know your your physique, yeah. your, your arms. So no no crazy patterns, no crazy tie no, combos. No no, just clean, just clean right. and crisp. You know you don't you don't want to be outlandish just because of what you're wearing. Right. I want my words to be outlandish. Yeah. Like well, no no, you don't have to be outlandish. You just have okay. to be professional. That's what okay. you want to be. You want to be professional like me. Absolutely. Yes. Not yeah. Yeah, you don't. How are the boys? Are all the boys? Are all the boys uh, good there? Uh, I haven't seen everybody see. in a while. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Can we take a picture of uh, the Danettes and uh, show JJ? You know? Yeah, they pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There they are. Say yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You guys look great. You guys look great. <laughs> I hope everybody's good. I appreciate. It. Hope to see you guys in person again soon. Yeah, we Dan, do. you have a Burnley, you have a Burnley kit and hat coming your way. Fritzy probably stole it and put it in his house, but uh, it wow. should be there soon. Busted. Fritzy, did something come in for me from JJ? Uh, I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, congrats. Good hey. luck, and uh, and we'll hopefully talk again soon. Thank you. That's JJ. That's uh, three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year and uh, CBS Sports NFL Studio Analyst. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.